0: amen so um something cool happened last sunday minister sammy walked up to me unannounced then uh offered me and my wife a couple gifts and i thought that was pretty awesome because you know i just learned what saturday that i was going to be having this opportunity to speak so i was thinking man if you give to receive, but like Pastor Mel say, whatever you get, you get, and you don't get rid of, <laughs> it may be doing your body harm when you could do somebody else some good by passing it on. So I'm going to pass on uh, some of the words out of this book that I was provided. It's 31 scriptures every father should memorize. And as a young man that didn't grow up with the father, when any man does something special, to that degree for me it, it instills a place in my heart so that was pretty big that was pretty big for me so um, the first scripture that it this book uh, spoke about was accountability and from an accountability perspective um, the first scripture in reference was ecclesiastes 12 13 and 14 and in this scripture it states let us hear the cons- the conclusion of the whole matter let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter listen let the people that speak to you let the the book you're reading get to the the end of the chapter before you speak you know god blessed us with two ears and one mouth i think he did that for a reason because the more we we listen the more we take in um, and the less we speak, when we do finally speak, is something valuable that's going to come out, and something some valuable way that you're going to be able to impact the lives of someone else. But let's let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, fear God, and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So think about that. With every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil, so that's basically telling me you're accountable for it, for it all. You know, no matter what you do, good or bad, you're accountable for it. He's going to have that scroll that he's going to run down and review all of your goods and bads. And believe you me, I have stories of my lack of accountability, <laughs> and I have stories of taking accountability. You know, at a young age, I learned very early what accountability meant, you know. I was maybe 10 years old, and the bully twins in my neighborhood uh, passed me their progress report and asked me to try to write their parents' name, you know, in cursive. Well, I, you know, I I made a business decision in that I, if I didn't write the name then you know but if I did it's okay you know I thought it was okay well their mom came to my mom's house and showed her the progress report and I got the business decision of taking the wrong path basically N- you know that's the bad end of accountability which means that I caught the drop cord. See, because back then you could abuse your kids (laughs) without actually getting, you know, concerns of going to jail or any of that other stuff like we do today. Um, But yeah, I I caught the bad end of that and it was even much worse because I thought I was smarter than my mom and and other people in the room because I went through on ten layers of clothes Thinking that I was cool. But the fact that I was acting cool made my mom wonder like why is that why is she sweating and I'm not crying? See, I wasn't smart, man. I I was I was bright, but I wasn't smart because <laughs> all I had to do was cry. <laughs> That's it. I would have got out of it. All I had to do was cry. But hey, that was just part of my upbringing you know that's that's the thing you know and and accountability it's accountability one of those things you got to be accountable for your actions you know God's gonna hold us accountable but we gotta hold ourselves accountable for our actions and and you know that's one thing I'm learning more and more on a daily basis you know in a positive way accountability I had my daughter my first daughter I had at a very young age I was 16 Um, 16, didn't have a father, wanted to make a family because I wanted to make what I what, uh, wasn't afforded to me. And I wanted to be better than what I had. So 16 years old, I had to be a man early and often. So at that time, I didn't have a job. I didn't have, I didn't, I wanted a kid, but I also didn't want a kid, <laughs> you know? But at the same time, it's like, God, if, if you're, I feel like if you're in God's favor, he will bless you with the family. You know, he's not going to give everybody, in my opinion, um, uh, kids. So I, I felt it, it was my duty, my responsibility to figure out a way to positively impact my daughter's life. Now, that was hard. I worked at, I had to go work at McDonald's. You know, I had to sling them fries, man. Them, them, hey, it was, it was hot over them fries, too. But I had to do it. I had to do it. My mom was of the, ma- of the type that, you know, I went and made that business decision to have a child that I needed to be a man, step up, and, and take care of it. So, you know, and and the wild thing is that me and my first daughter's mom, like, before my daughter even was born, we, were, we broke up. So it was just one of those situations where everything was going against me. The one thing I was running from being like was almost trying to drag me right into that same situation um, that, I was, that I was basically running from. Um, but through the grace of God, through the grace of family, um, no matter what happened, being put on child support before the kid, my daughter was even six, or eight months old. I was already um, taken to court in order to uh, provide, which, you know, in hindsight looking in, I don't mind. I actually worked out for my good because I don't know how well I would have actually handled it if, I, if it was just up to me. You know, I'll never know how I would have handled it because that opportunity was taken from me. So just like we, you were just talking about opportunity. Just like the opportunity to have a dad was taken from me by him, the opportunity to be a dad, you know, and operate uh, with compassion and do things and hold myself accountable to support my child the way that I wanted to from the beginning was actually stripped away from me um, very early. So now it's the government telling me exactly what I need to do, how much I need to pay, when I can see my daughter, how how I can get her, things of that nature. I had to follow these rules. Um, yeah, that's how it goes. I had to follow the rules. But in that, I did. And I, and I did an amazing job of it. 18 straight years of no missed payments, seeing my daughter, Uh, grow through the years and uh, reach college do everything she needed to do Um, you know God is good in that matter in that regard you know I I, I give him all the glory because it was not me myself it was not me myself if if it I don't know what I would have done if it was just up to me Uh, life around that time was was kind of crazy for me you know all of my friends i'm i'm just a little kid from the hood like i'm i'm from west boulevard right here in charlotte like i and i you know i love my neighborhood but the funny thing is that back in the day at that time i was riding the bus and my in my neighborhood <laughs> if you see a group of dudes standing right here you go the other way so the funny thing <laughs> Cause it's like, man, God put a uh, some crazy sense of fear in me, but the fear for me is fearing it forward. Like, I, I, I don't run from the fear. I <laughs> kind of run to it so that I go through. It's like standing up here on this choir. I'm not lying to you. I, I lie to you guys not. Every Sunday, I'm shaking in my bones because, you know, I just don't want to mess up. And so it's just one of those things like my previous church Oh man, I don't wanna get off topic. I I, I started getting on tangents, man. I don't wanna get off topic. But I'm gonna just say this. At my previous church I would stand on the choir. I feel like I'm doing great, you know, you know, but then I would be looking out and I mess up on a on a key or a note and you see that oh you know you know it's funny it's funny because you see that oh there he go (laughs) he not gonna stop (laughs) I was just that guy you know but I but God put that in me to not stop you know just keep going try to try to figure out a way to get that breath in (laughs) so that I could change it up but somehow that breath turn into that squeal. You know how it go when you sing, and you turn in that squeal. And then, but you know, I gotta be accountable for that. You know, and it comes with practice. And the more I stood up there, because from a very young age I was the choir boy. I was on the choir from a very young age, um, and loved it. But the more I stood up there, the better I got, as we move forward. Um, but accountability—you gotta hold yourself accountable. Um, assignment. I'm going to skip past anger. I'm not. As you can see, I got a smile on my face. I'm not the angry guy. But assignment. And the, the scripture that went with this is Jeremiah one five. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee, I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Yes, I believe that. I believe that. I believe that God had an assignment for me in this life because I everything has happened, I believe the way God ordained. I couldn't have planned it this way. And he couldn't have taken away things out my life at the time that they were supposed to be taken away. And he couldn't have put things in my life and people in my life at the exact time that they were supposed to be in my life. I'm not here at Ayers for no reason. I'm God placed me right here at Ayers with this family for a reason, um, because the comfortable thing for me would have been to sit where I'm, I've been at for 30 years, 30 some odd years, um, and just continue to let life happen the way that life was going to happen, um, and not get the word that I get every Sunday here, every Wednesday, and then on fast weeks now, every week, every day, um, not just from the pastor, from all of you amazing people. You guys don't understand like I've never been in such a powerful room. like the presence of God is so real in this place, and I've never felt it um, to the degree that I feel it now. And it's so crazy. I know God appointed me right here to make some form of an impact in people's lives and because he's blessing me time and time again. I, we've only been here for about, what, it's, it's almost going to be a year in um, April. So it's almost going to be a year in April, like Easter, I think we came, it was the first Sunday we came, invited by uh, Minister Lamar. Um, and But within that time frame, I have seen so many blessings. My wife has been blessed beyond compare. It's getting ready to uh, go to Detroit and stand on the stage with powerful people. I have been paid and been escalated positions on my job, um, positions I wouldn't even have thought of. Like, And the crazy thing about it is the only way I got there is by prayer and by pushing somebody else forward. I push somebody else forward, and they and I just p- got pulled along with them. That for the higher they go, the higher I go, you know. And once they're gone, I just take their spot. That's just how you know how you gotta look at it. Um, but God is so good in that regard, and I give Him all the glory for any promotion that I receive, any pay increase that I receive. I make more money. I make, in this one year, I made at least double what I've made in my life, like in, in a particular year. In this one year, I made double than what I made in my life. That's impact. And that's in, that's how I've been impacted here, because I bought in. You know, I bought into Christ and everything that he has for us, you know. And I'm going to stand on his word and, and his promises, and I pray every day for I pray every morning for the uh success of the day I I pray for that thing and it happens you know I don't even though it's a lot of stuff I'm still very fearful of but and I don't say that in a weeks in a weak place but at the same time I when I'm when I'm in the midst of it like today I had to sit in a room with a bunch of the higher managers than me and provide you know uh a summary of my team's work I mean for the first time ever my underarms are like sweating like you you wouldn't believe and I'm sitting there like why am I sweating to this degree and I didn't even get it but I mean man he worked in my favor because I had the room cracking up and laughing and I'm like all right perfect I must have did a great job but I was so nervous you know but it, it's just one of those things where I just like I like I said earlier, I just gotta fear it for it, and and based on God's purpose for me and my assignment, I was every bit of meant to be in that room, and I just know that I'm gonna be in a even bigger room where now the CEOs are gonna be, where now we're gonna be able to make an, a, a tremendous impact, you know not just in bearings, but in life in general um, An assignment. God definitely assigned this young lady right here to me. Believe you me, it was not many people with my situation that, you know, you've already had a, a daughter pretty much out of wedlock. And that was a tough feat in thinking about the fact that I was not a married man and I made that decision. That had nothing to do with God and making a decision but I wasn't a married man and I repented for for days and days on end and actually even for that I I don't even know and you know I always ask my myself the question can you really forgive but but not forget like you know how how do you really forgive yourself in that matter I put it in the hands of God but why do I continuously think about these? You know, times in my life like that that I that I kind of feel a little bad for stepping outside of his window, being worldly, you know, and not continuing to hold fast to the, the spiritual man in essence. But yeah, but I just thank God for this woman right here because she she set me straight. She she put me in a path that that assisted me in being the better man that I am today. So I'm proud of that, you know. We went through our struggles, though, in thinking about her. See, I'm glad you just walked in. <laughs> we went through our struggles, though. And another reason why we had heirs is that tremendous counseling that we got, you know. The pastor, I think we were, we were going back and forth. I didn't want to listen to what she had to say. I don't know if she really wanted to listen to what I had to say. But the pastor, you know, stated to the degree of, all right, let her get her point out, and then we'll get to you. All right, so then he was, you know, had us with our pen and paper anyway. So they, they, you know, pointed out the fact that we should be writing down our thoughts, and then at which point, before we forget everything we're going to say, now when you do speak, they'll have, there'll be some intention and some power behind that, you know, it'll have a purpose. And so that helped us, that helped, uh, that helped me tremendously because I don't know that I let my wife really get a word out, you know, in a lot of, in a lot of places. So that, that was a big changing factor that took us from always being at each other's heads, that counseling to now, just being each other's ride or die and support system, and so i'm I'm extremely happy about where we are today um and I would not be who I am at least at this point if it were not for her and if it were not for the for my two kids that's sitting at home right now getting their homework done um but I'll transition that over to children option five psalms one twenty seven three through five Lo, children are in heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Believe you me, that speaks wonders to me because I'm not ashamed of any one of my kids. You know, I probably was that guy that thought he could have had six or seven eight nine you know a, a big quiver of a quorum or something you know of of, of kids to, to run around um but at the same time I don't know I see that face on my wife over there I don't know at the end of the day that I that I I, I found the one that was going to support that dream but you know we got 90 percent of the dream supported I'll take that I'll take that. But but children are, you know, children are our future at the end of the day. Children, Our children are our future. You know, our children are our lifeline. And the, the kids that God blessed us with, I know they're going to be doing amazing things, man. I I look at the end of the day for a, a guy that didn't have that leadership, that tutelage growing up, you know, and is working every day to be everything that I didn't have. Man, we've done a great job. Uh, we've done a great job with them and and you know, they're growing into mature young adults, 13 and 15, you know. I'm still counting down that time. I'll be 42. That's why the 10 wasn't going to work cuz I already know once I'm 42, the last one's going to be 18 and then college and I can go to the Bahamas or you know, somewhere Treat the wife too, and that, that'll be like our honeymoon. Because <laughs> we had kids from the skip of being married. That's crazy. From the skip of being married, we had kids. Um, and so we just, we're, we're going to enjoy life to the fullest. So I know if I had 10, I wouldn't, I'd probably be 70, 80 <laughs> by the time I could even think about that night out on the town with the loved one. <laughs> But children are our future. While we have them, while we have them at bay, because man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love them with all your heart, and that's the thing we've been giving them. I work a lot. I'm, I've always been one of those guys that, you know, it might be a forty-hour work week, but I'm giving sixty, seventy all the time because I come home and bring it home, and then I go, I wake up and take it on, work, work, work. But when I get that opportunity with my kids to give them that that time that they need playing a game with my son, you know, just sitting down talking to my daughter. Like, it's it's everything. And you just got to give them that because you only have a small window of time before they start finding that cell phone. And we gave them the cell phone way too early. So once they start figuring out this social media thing, it, it, it's a wrap. Then once they start figuring out Fortnite, it's a wrap. So you just got to take advantage of every moment you get before that happens. Um, And and that's what we're learning. I mean, it's it's a a daily—we're learning daily. We're learning every time we wake up and open our mouth, God is putting some some information in there that we need. Um, Number six, church. Psalms 27, 4, and 5. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me he shall set me up upon a rock hey I, i can't say much more than that that's that's the truth you know church church means everything to me um this this is what I stand for, you know. And it's easy to come into a house, especially, like, when I think about that, I think about this house, the heirs' house, um, because I feel his presence every time I'm in this house. I feel like I, I always say I get this little shiver um, when, when things start happening, when things start, when that spirit starts moving. I get that here I didn't have that before I didn't I didn't know how to have it before you know baptized God I've been baptized twice you know I got baptized when I was younger um, maybe eight or nine but I didn't know what I was doing my mama made me then when I was about uh, 17 I went and got baptized on my own accord and gave my life to the Lord in that regard and from that moment on I knew where I had to be um, early up, church was, was everything, you know. That's where I, I find my family and my friends. Because I'm not that kind of guy that has all of the, you know, a whole array of friends outside of the church. Like, I, that's the people that I, I deal with. Um, people outside of the church too much, you know. I have employees and I have acquaintances, but I don't really have many friends outside of church other than my my, my wife. Um, For the simple fact that, anytime I deal with people outside of church, it only ends up in pain. So it it I just stick to myself. Um and may not I'm sure it comes off, but I'm just this loner guy. Like in a lot of ways I'm just this loner guy and I just sit to myself, but I just wanna be in the mist. I might have said this at choir rehearsal. I just wanna be in the mist long enough to get some information that I need to know, you know, just to say I'm there. But as otherwise you know, outside of church, I don't really deal with too many people. In the church, you know, I just try to be in that number. I want to be on the choir. I want to just be in that group, you know, so that I can, uh, you know, fellowship. Fellowshiping in the church is everything. Um, I think Minister Lamar actually get on me a little bit too much, but I don't think he really sees how much I talk to people when I do. But, but he always gets on me about fellowship and I think he'd think i run out the door as soon as the bell rings <laughs> as soon as the prayer is over but, but I don't I don't and, this, and I love this, this quote it says where you are determines what grows within you and that's why I put myself right here in this number because I know um, if I'm growing spiritually I'm in the right place at the right time so that's big for me. Um, being a man, uh, number seven, understanding how to handle yourself in crisis. That's chapter Isaiah, uh, book of Isaiah, chapter 43 and 2. When thou passest through waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee you know I talk about fear but that's basically right there saying it doesn't matter what you go through I'm right there and I'm going to get you through it with you know safe in his arms like and that's a song I love safe in his arms you know but you're going to be safe in his arms no matter what the crisis is so it doesn't matter what you're going through I've learned growing up I've learned as an adult as a father that no matter what the crisis we we had, at a point in our life we went through a, a foreclosure situation. Um, we could have gave up. We could have did a short sale. We could have did all this stuff to get out of it and not have any problems. But we fought through. We prayed on it. We took the correct counsel and we beat it. But being at that moment, you know, you know, in obedient, we went and went through the situation again. Like <laughs> we didn't learn our lesson <laughs> yet. We still believe God for it, you know twice, and there's no signs of a foreclosure or anything on our credit report. you know God is good, God is good, God is blessing us all the time i could- in obviously I couldn't be in this position that I am in my career with any signs of a foreclosure on my credit report, but thank God that he knew that, so i'm I'm so blessed and so uh highly favored I feel like in that regard we are as a whole uh, my family so crisis is like what are you gonna do are you gonna put your head tuck your heads between your legs and and just start crying or are you gonna fight you know and believe fight and believe faith it through and so that's what I'm gonna do and at, at all times um, because I know that he's right there standing beside me and this little quote says crisis always occurs at the curve of change. Think about that, crisis always occurs at the curve of change. So you go through. We went through that last event to find heirs. Because <laughs> it was at the curve of change, right? That happened um, not long ago before we we started with airs, And so we went through our, our worst moments right before we got here. Now we're walking in our breakthrough. And everything is turning, you know, around for our good. And then the final thing I guess I'll, I'll discuss um, is critical attitude. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You know, I'm mostly, I don't even say mostly, for the most part, I'm a positive guy. You know, at the end of the day. You know i understand being that i've gone through what i've gone through you know i don't have time to sit here and fret over everybody and everything you know i know i just put my faith in god and that he's going to pull me through no matter what the situation is um no matter who's in the attendance who's in the audience god's gonna pull me out of it with flying colors so you gotta have that critical attitude i always say like an attitude of gratitude i'm so thankful for everything um that god has put me through because if he didn't if he didn't take my father away from me if he didn't take my granddad away from me at a very young age um if 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 he didn't uh give me the kids that i have if he didn't give me this wife i'm so grateful because i don't i don't know where i would be i could be homeless i could be on the street um, no matter what I've, I've done in my life, um, I just have that critical attitude of gratitude. I'm so grateful for the Lord and, and His His wonderful ways and His uh, mysterious ways. You know, because why me? You gotta ask. Like for everything that I've been through and everything I've accomplished, why me? How did I get the opportunity to uh, reach the areas that I've reached? I've been in corporate America for now sixteen years and I flowed down the same IT path for the entire time. I didn't jump from one opportunity to the next. In that 16 years, I've only been at four jobs, and most of which is four years, four or five years or more um, at each job. You know, my wife had to pry me out of the job because it's like, you know, I was, I'm, I'm loyal and maybe too stubborn to to think I'm being taken advantage of at times. Um, but I just have that attitude that I'm pushing, pushing. Like I'm, I'm helping somebody else get to where they need to be, so I can go um, where I need to be. And so it only took me four tries to find a company that God uh, bought into. Because I think God bought into this company. I wouldn't have what I need, what I do, if God didn't buy into this company that I'm with. And it's to the degree that you know, I do, I've started businesses. Uh, me and my wife, we started businesses. If you're listening, I spoke earlier about listening, two ears and one mouth. Um, God will tell you everything that you need to know about the direction that you need to go um, in order to uh, reach your destiny because he did that for me. Um, He turned everything that was uh, about my business into you know, in essence, a wrong. You know, the people that was in the business, the the company, everything. As I was only seeing bad, I was only seeing you know the negatives that were coming of it. No matter what the the dream told me, my ten million dollar dream, which is still a ten million dollar dream. Oh man! So when I was younger, my aspiration was to be like say I make a hundred thousand dollars like you got to dream big i just want to transition to something while i was working for this company i got the mindset and 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 you know it was preached to me time and time again think big dream big go hard like if, if write down that number that you want to reach and whatever that number is that you want to reach 10 times it and that's where you need to be and that, and i and i thought that was so amazing because i i bought into that along with buying into God and in being here in his wonderful ways. And believe you me, when I tell you guys I make more now than I've ever made, it all comes from that. And it didn't take me having to knock on anybody's doors and, you know, sell any items or anything like that, doing the stuff I, I don't care for. It took me sitting right behind my desk and, you know, being the amazing person that I possibly can be for the people that are around me pushing people forward so think 10 times whatever your goal is and that's where you really need to be because hey it's it's in the unseen right it's not what you can see you got to think about you got to go for what what's out there that you don't know that you can't see and I couldn't see more than a hundred thousand back when I was younger um, because I had a working mama my mom was a was a, was a housemaid You know not a housemaid But she, she cleaned for a living back then And so that's all I knew And you know so I, I couldn't I had to be ten times Whatever that number was So that, that put me That's where my mindset was at back then um, And then Last thing For real Finances Psalms 112 1 and 3 Praise ye the Lord Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Yes, I fear the Lord, and I believe wealth and riches will be in thine house forever. Like there's nothing that man can do to take away what God has for you. What God has for you is for you. And as long as you believe that with all your heart, you will have everything that you need. You know, I'm so thankful to God for good health because, you know, taking care of your finances, is taking care of your body, too. That's a financial decision as well. Because if you start eating too many of them burgers, your finances going to go down the drain because you're going to be paying hospital bills all day. 'Cause you're dealing with some type of heart, you know, issue or or in even worse, diabetes, things of that nature. Um, Eugene was talking about that uh I think yesterday. Um, so you just gotta be very careful. Um, I'm 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 the frugal guy in the family, you know. I, I, I try to make sure that we're covered and my kids going to be covered and their kids are going to be covered um, before things are all said and done It's building a legacy. So as a man, you have to build a legacy for your kids. You got to put them in position so that they don't have to fight the same fights that you fought as you came up. And so that's what we're busy out here doing um is building that legacy for our family and for our kids so that they can um even though they don't they don't understand they take it all for granted everything that we're able to provide for them today they take it all for granted but at which point they're old enough to understand it you know I I just can't wait to see that day when I can be that granddad and uh you know be able to do what our Steph's parents are able to do for our kids, you know, because they built they built the legacy um, that's standing to this day. Um, and so, and focus my my primary issue. Focus Joshua one seven three seven and eight. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper uh, whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make the way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. So abide by his word. That's what I get from that. Abide by his word day and night. Just just understand it. Like I'm I'm going through like I have this audio bible now, so I just listen to all of the chapters and I just and I fall asleep on it. Like I am listening to it and I'm I'm just trying to uh bleed it all in. It's like you've been in church all your life. I wish I could quote all of these scriptures the same way that you just did there and it just flows off the top of my tongue but see i only get it in moments see because you can be up there saying a one scripture that i finally get oh yeah and i'm and i'm there but most of the time i gotta read my my chapters why are you talking but it, it's okay you know but and but that's where i focus um on being like i i want to i want to be able to just spit out God's uh, principles at, at any given time, in any walk of life um, to anybody. Um, and that's coming over time, you know, with this buy-in, you know, I wish I bought in at an earlier age, but with this buy-in now, I'm just excited, man. I'm, I, I know um, God is transitioning me to a, a greater place um, in Christ, a greater place in him, um, where I'll see, um, exactly where he wants to be, but it's just going to take time in that Bible, you know, and I'm focusing on that and all the laws that he has, um, put forth and abiding by those, those laws and those principles on a daily basis. Um, and then as we grow, hopefully you guys will see more of me up here. I don't know depends on if the pastor let me speak again i think i'm getting close to my time um but god is good god is good you know all the time because hey i wouldn't have this opportunity at any other place we gotta enjoy it man you know what i'm saying we do we gotta enjoy it (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah it's okay hope i'm just having fun it's all because man look I told y'all the last time. This this is a this is a little choir this is a little choir boy that went through the ringer. You know I hate bringing this up to you guys again, but the simple fact that my house at a young age was shot up, maybe thirteen bullets ricocheting around me, and God didn't let nothing happen but a graze. That was all God and his power surrounding me. So it's just like, you know, that's something to be thankful for. You know, I, I, I have everything in this world to be thankful for. I'm here, that just tells me I'm here for a reason. He has some something that he wants me to do in this life. And it's gonna show its face here, right here in Airs. it's gonna show his face. And I'm just gonna be ever thankful and ever glad about it, you know. Hey, look! If, if you got to put him first, you got to give him the glory. I know, and I've been doing that, and I praise him. You know, he's he's blessed us overall, and I know he's gonna bless this house overall. So, thank you guys. That was my time. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, is it?